and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. Friends, we are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming back soon. You need to be ready. And the only way to do that is to listen to the Word of God and invite Him into your heart. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Citizens of Heaven on Earth, How to Preserve Our Liberty. Well, this is our special Sunday series, continuing with today's topic is Liberty and Freedom. And I never know what direction Pastor Chuck's sermons are going to take, and today's was no different. The topic was liberty, freedom, but not what you think. It's Jesus freeing us from sin, addictions, death, etc. An excellent message but not exactly on how Christians should vote. Until we think about what Jesus did for us on the cross to liberate us from hell, from the hell we were bound for, with that in mind, we can easily throw it away by not voting or at least not praying and asking God for direction before we vote. So if you click on over to my blog, you can watch the uh, Facebook Live video. Um, and uh, I'll replace it. I. Um, Tuesday or Wednesday with the Vimeo video, which is just the sermon, but you can enjoy our worship service. And I, I also embedded in the bottom three of the songs that uh, the worship songs that they did because they are very moving and excellent songs, and I think you'll enjoy them. So, again, they're in the bottom of my blog if you click on over them. So, today's message was based on. The book of Philemon. Now, Philemon is a one chapter book towards the end of the Bible. It's a letter written by Paul while he was in prison in Rome. So we read Paul writes, This letter is from Paul, a prisoner for preaching the good news about Christ Jesus from our brother Timothy. I am writing to Philemon, our beloved co worker, and to our sister Aphia, and to our fellow soldier Archippus and to the church that meets in your house. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I think that's really cool. That's how churches started in houses. And a lot of them are going back to that and have been going back to that since they're not allowed, many churches around the country and different places all over the world actually are not allowed to meet in their buildings in large gatherings. So they uh, many have gone back to um, house meetings. And I think that's wonderful. Um, verse three, may God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Paul's Thanksgiving and prayer, verse four. I always thank my God when I pray for you, Philemon, because I keep hearing about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people. And I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the hearts of God's people. Paul's appeal for Onesimus. 
Verse 8, that is why I'm boldly asking a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ because it is the right thing for you to do, but because of our love, I prefer simply to ask you. Consider this as a request from me, Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus. I appeal to you to show kindness to my child, Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesimus hasn't been much used to you in the past, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me a while, uh, while I am in these chains for preaching the good news, and he would have helped me on your behalf, but I didn't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. It seems you lost Onesimus for a little while so that you could have him back forever. He is no longer like a slave to you. He is more than a slave, for he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will repay it, and I won't mention that you owe me your very soul. Yes, my brother, please do me this favor for the Lord's sake. Give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even more. One more thing, please prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me return to you soon. Paul's final greetings. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my co-workers. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Slaves for Christ. I have the honor and pleasure of knowing many people who found Jesus in prison. Many will testify that being in prison changed their lives for the better. It usually happens when they realize they can't fall or be humbled any further and the only way to go is up. Once these folks are out of prison, they want to serve the church. They want to serve Jesus. They've become slaves to Christ. They've gone from being slaves to crime, sin, and addiction to freedom. But like Pastor Chuck said, being Christ's slave sets us free. And there's another quote from Chuck's sermon that stood out for me. Christian practice has taken a long time to catch up with Christian teaching. I'm going to say that again. Christian practice has taken a long time to catch up with Christian teaching. Our problem as Christians in today's culture, if you are a true Christian, then you should value your freedom, all your freedoms. One of the scripture uh, uh, passages quoted was 1 Corinthians 7.23. God paid a high price for you, so don't be enslaved by the world. That's our problem. As born-again Christians, Jesus paid the price for our sin once and for all. And if you haven't grasped that quite yet, please check out my series on the book of Hebrews that I just finished. There's a link to it in my blog and in my Bible studies page. Since Jesus set us free, we can't give away or lose our freedoms that we have as a citizen of America. 
I firmly believe that if Trump is reelected, we will have four more years of prosperity and peace. If Biden wins first, I don't think he'll finish the first six months. Then we get Kamala Harris as president. We've opened the door to socialism. There will be four years of increased anarchy, riots, and maybe even civil war. We'll lose the freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to bear arms, and to protect ourselves and our families. Taxes will skyrocket, even though they say they'll tax the rich. It will trickle down to the rest of us in the way of higher rents and prices for household goods and necessities. And folks, you do not want socialized medicine, believe me. Though Pastor Chuck doesn't want to get political, I can. It's my voice and I have the freedom to share it, at least for now. Hey, I admit it, I used to be a Democrat, a Kennedy Democrat, and I walked away. The Holy Spirit convicted me. Please understand that today's culture is as far away from God as it can get. Voting is a privilege that we have as American citizens and it should not be ignored nor given away to non-citizens. Please, if you consider yourself a Christian, silence your TV, phone, and earnestly and wholeheartedly right now, pray for guidance and wisdom as you vote in this election and choose carefully who you follow on social media. Also, I pray for a spiritual and moral awakening in America. I pray for a revival that spreads like wildfire, igniting the hearts of any and all halfway Christians. Open the eyes of those attending churches where they preach a watered-down gospel. Make them seekers of the gospel truth of the fullness of Jesus' true salvation. Stir the searching soul. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture. And believe me, you don't want to be left behind. This is what you have to do. Invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know how to do that, if you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes that you can click on over to my blog. And there's a link at the top that says, click here to learn how to invite Jesus into your heart. And don't forget, I've got these fine, wonderful music videos at the bottom of my blog. So go check them out and enjoy them. Solideo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. 
Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.